0: Welcome to Create Talks where you get to hear from inspirational creatives around the world about what they do and how you can grow. And right now I have Gracie Wright Thornhill. She just got married. Let's see the ring. Oh my gosh. There it is. There it is. Yes. With Nick who did the school of ministry with me and my son Chad. And so Nick goes way back. So he found a beloved In the UK (laughs) and now now they're in North Carolina so we're so glad you're with me and if you if you don't know Gracie you need to get to know Gracie if if they want to discover more of you where would they go Gracie?
1: So the best place is um, on my website which is gracieright.com or you can join my Facebook page I love to chat with people there so that's Gracie London 222 I think so but it, we we can add things at the end, yeah. yeah
0: we'll, add, we'll add things at the at the end, and Carly can add that in too. So we'll make sure that you get to her because you gotta get her books. I mean, they're amazing. So today we're talking about writing uh, stories for kids. Now, for me personally, that has been a desire on my heart, and I am so excited because I'm starting a new chapter and moving down to SoCal and i'm going to be venturing out into children's books i illustrated a book about heidi baker wow and already but i love i love kids i would sit down and i would i would listen to shel silverstein and and i would read like these amazing books beatrice potter so many great ones that did both 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 like the art and the story and i go oh my gosh like god this is like a wealth because every parent reads it so if the parent gets it plus the child and it's just amazing so I I love it I'm so glad you're with me if you guys have a heart to learn more uh about Gracie or ask her any questions just put them in the Facebook here and we'll get to you later so if you have any questions comments we love to hear from you to get started but uh but Gracie let's uh let's start out with like um what first inspired you to write children's books? We all have our story. And
1: so tell us your story. Mine's um pretty simple in a way. It was it was the Holy Spirit. It was this encounter I had with the Lord in the kitchen when I was in wow. London it was so special and it was very unique, but it was like, I feel like I see the presence of God right now. Wow. And, and it was, um, it was just as I was going about my day to day, you know, making a cup of tea and then this, the, the power of the Lord, the Holy spirit just came on me. And I suddenly had this feeling like an overwhelming feeling like, wow, I have um, it was, I think he said to me, Um, you will win awards for your children's books and you will stand next to royalty. And I was like, I don't even write children's books. So um, the inspiration really came from that encounter with the Lord that was just as I was going about my day to day. So it wasn't like I had to go and find the inspiration. I think the Lord just really wanted to encounter me and inspire me in that moment. And then I started writing instantly after that point.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it. It's like we all we all know that that place where all of a sudden God interrupts us. Like yeah. it's like it's that it's that interruption thing. I I felt uh, Gracie as I was praying for you. I felt led to bring this painting in, and this is a painting oh, wow. that I recently. And I ha- I feel it has to do with you and how you were inspired by uh, by an encounter with God where you brought in the colors of His presence and Wow. You- into what you created with your books and how uh because so many times people they they think that their life is so black and white but we as creators with god we get to, oh. to hear that so i really feel like that was you just being inspired and it's, god- so
1: wonderful. it's so wonderful Teresa. because before we took this call i was praying and i felt the lord wow i just felt like um we were going to pray at the end about the Lord wrapping his color around our bodies with creativity from heaven. But I could really feel like these tangible colors just wrapping around us like as if we were in the galaxy. Wow. Galaxy with Father God as He wow. as he breathed over creation and said, let there be light. It was it's almost like that's the moment I had with him before we took this call, which is what that picture represented to me. So oh, I just love this, it's so perfect.
0: God is so good. He's so, he does everything well, Gracie. I love that. It's it's like a lot of times we wonder, and I know I'm speaking to so many of us out there that, that love what I bring, but sometimes we go, I just want revival. I, I want to create, I want to do that. But if we don't have a plan for the generation coming up that are children, we will not have a legacy to pass on. That's the beauty of writing children's books. That's the beauty of encountering God. Even as we're just talking now, the beauty of what I can create that can impact you, that can impact an encounter that you have right now. It's like, God, you're just so good. And she's just amazing. I, I love that it's amazing how things start with an encounter. Now, if you've never had an encounter and you're listening to this, all you have to do is say, Jesus, I just want an encounter with you. And then just make, make yourself available, go for a walk, do something where you can just start to let God in. A lot of times we think that God is not, um, he's not tangible. He's not able to be reached, but God is right here with us on this incredible create talks. And he wants to encounter you with this love. So look at this picture. Listen to what Gracie is saying, because it's, he doesn't want you to have a normal life. Can I get an amen out there? (laughs) I mean, life is not to be normal because you are supernaturally creative. He's got plans for you. Um, But I, I love your books. I love, 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 love your books. But, Because you bring a lot of humor into your stories uh, and share about how you write that reflects who you are as a person. Sometimes we think that we have to write like someone else when God wants you to write or create the way that he's wired you to be. So, So share about that, Gracie.
1: That's a really good question. And I think it's when you find your childlike self. And you kind of fall into, because I'm writing children's books, you know, I just fell into that childlike self. And and you think about the things that you felt uh, that were difficult when you were a child, like, you know, putting on your shoes, you know, just imagine yourself as a two-year-old. And, and putting on your shoes is kind of something that kids get back to front and they put a shoe on the wrong side or they, you know, put their jumper on the wrong way around. And so I think it was this discovery of those silly things that we do when we're kids that they're not, they're just learning. So we're just learning how to be and learning how to grow. And I think I had observed like some uh, parents like being very critical of their kids for the little things. And so I was, I was connecting with that and going back into my childhood. And I thought, you know, I did loads of things like that and um, just really have fun with it, you know, because if we take ourselves too seriously, we never get anything done, I think um and so it was just going back to when I was a kid and also observing other children you know how do they communicate with each other you know just the funny faces they make and they're very honest aren't they kids you know they always tell you exactly how it is um and so I love how precious you know the honesty is and um so I think I was going back to my childhood self thinking of the things that were funny of you know, that I did that I actually still do like put my jumper on the wrong way around sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you're like me too,
0: you know, you're sometimes I'm, I, cause I love to work out in the morning, you know, put on my like exercise pants and all of a sudden I go, Oh, they're inside yeah. out the tech. Ta- I mm-hmm. mean, you're like, what?
1: <laughs> I totally get that. Oh. Yeah. So, and I, and I think, um, you know, I was just observing other kids and particularly these twins, Um, and just how they had this conversation and with silly Eric books there's this this moment where silly Eric takes his um, scooter and he doesn't know how to scoot on it and so instead of worrying about it like leaving the scooter behind he puts um, a piece of string on and he pulls it like a dock, and that was based on a real experience with the child and then also trying not to while not wanting them to shame themselves. So he didn't know how to scoot. So he was in this struggle. His twin was very good at scooting. He was very fast. And so I observed this tension. He wanted to do it. So he'd throw it over his shoulders. He'd try and walk down. It's like, oh, this isn't going to work. And then he'd push it along the you know, the path. And he was like, oh, that's not going to work. So I got him a piece of string or ribbon. I tied it to the end. And I said, well, you could just take it to nursery like this. And they created a solution for him not to feel left out and included. And he wore his helmet and his knee pads. <laughs> and his twin was going so fast down the road. And we said, it doesn't matter. You're, you're brilliant just the way you are. Which is the message of the books is you are loved just the way you are.
0: Oh, I love it. I, I was listening to a TED talk you would really enjoy. And many of you should get it. It, it, was, on, uh, first, it was called First Aid. For, uh, for emotional, um, what was it, for, for emotional health. And what yeah. they, what they were talking about, this one this one psychologist, he was saying, you know, when a, a kid falls down, he knows, where's that Band-Aid? And especially the one that has all the, the figures on it, like the Disney figures or something. It's not, it can't be a plain Band-Aid for a kid. Anyway, <laughs> he knows that he's gonna get something if he falls. But then he was saying, but when a child has, or an adult has an emotional wound, th- there's no talk about that. There's no response to that. There's no like, oh, here, let me help you with your owie. And he was observing these three kids playing like what you were talking about. And this one child was trying to, to figure out how to make this box open up for this one figure to like pop out. And she kept trying to push it and nothing would hap- would happen. And so she just started to cry and the person next to her even though she never tried, cried too, because she felt hopeless, because her friend had felt hopeless. This other this other child looks at it and figures out, you know, maneuvers every kind of button, pushes every kind of thing, and finally gets it to work and squeals with delight. And he was saying, you know, our kids go through these challenges, like what you're talking about tying a shoe or or figuring out how to swim in a in the swimming pool for the first time and we don't have any kind of emotional way to help them to to talk about how their heart is doing. And so books do that. Like what you're talking about, your book like some children might never have been told like it's okay that you are biking wrong, that you are that you're falling, that's okay. That's all part of the process, you know? So this is such a oh, great topic. I love this. Um so, what three tips? Now, this this is for you guys. So, pay attention. And again, we're asking Gracie questions. So, if you have any questions, let me know. But what three tips would you give to those who want to write and
1: illustrate? Because you write and illustrate children's books. Well, yeah. I so I kind of draw the messy sketches, um, and then I give it to an an actual proper illustrator. I have a I have most of the vision and the concept. So. Um, but I have some professional drawer for me. Um, I think my number one tip is get messy. It is just absolutely open up everything um, creatively, different crayons, textures, papers, um, paints, and just get messy. Um, Not to worry too much about being like, you know neat and tidy and whether you have the whole idea together so I think number one tip just get messy um the number two tip is to this is is so difficult because there's so many different things I could say but I think from the point of um creation is asking the lord like what do you want what shall we create um oh, what shall we create together what, what lord what is on your heart to create for this time maybe it's for kids you know maybe it's for homeless for homelessness maybe it's for parents and i think that's just really just asking the lord Lord, what should we create um and then third tip especially with children's books is to get out and about is to get out into the community out into the onto the beaches the parks just start seeing how kids respond and their mannerisms and um and then that really helps inspire i think as well
0: and also the language that kids use as well i love it gracie it's like that thing about get getting messy it is so important for people to understand like sometimes we have uh, uh, people i can just see some people maybe that's you out there you're going I have to have everything before I start. Like I, when I paint, I usually always change, like I do with this painting, what I'm going to create. Because you have to be involved in the process of creating. I'm sure that happened to you. Many of the stories that you started Mm -hmm. had different shifts and changes because of an encounter you had with kids or because of what the Lord said. So being flexible like that is, is super important. So I, I love that.
1: It's, and it's so fun, isn't it? It's supposed to be fun. It's so, supposed to be fun. Yeah. Just have fun. I, I think taking it too, not taking it too seriously, just saying, okay. Like, yeah. you know, because I think when you take yourself too seriously in it, you can prevent yourself from doing it. And then a whole three months has gone past and you haven't even, you've got these ideas churning in your head and you haven't even... I'll just if you don't mind, I'll just show you something that we created for our wedding that came from um spending time with the Lord and asking him what he his vision was for our wedding, which was like the Garden of Eden. This is very childlike, and um I just wanted it to be childlike because we're children of God. And so this is what we created. And I um do you see that? Yeah, it's beautiful. So it was. The garden meeting with the waves. Yeah, that's so gorgeous. And so I drew, I drew a version, and then I gave it to my illustrator and said, "Can you, draw, you know, just make it a bit nicer because mine was very messy." Yeah. But it came from just being messy, hearing the Lord, and then putting it together. And 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 to us, it really symbolised what the Lord was doing by bringing two lives together like very different lives
0: oh, it. yes yes nick loves the beach so <laughs> you guys, if you know nick her <laughs> husband, <laughs> he's, totally, he's like my my son Chad. Mm-hmm. we do have a question gracie this is from uh bonnie ellis need thanks for joining bonnie. bonnie she asks you do you always know the end of the story before you start writing no
1: no 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 I don't so I think sometimes you know the end sometimes you don't know the end there's never been so I've written now eight books um and there's never there's never like a formula um I, I love it when you do know the end because then it helps you get to the point but then it's nice sometimes when you you don't know the end and it's a mystery of how we're gonna get like what's the end gonna be
0: oh I love it i think that's truly i think that's totally perfect because a lot of times it's like i'll give you a quick story and then we can continue but i was i was creating something uh it was for worship and it was for one of our conferences before COVID, right so i'm painting and i wanted to paint gracie this huge white uh horses uh, uh like kind of like an arabian stallion horse like this horse's like head with this long flowing white mane, very romantic, very dramatic. And so I'm up there painting and my horse is turning gray and I'm so arguing with God. <laughs> oh God, this is not what I intended. And then toward the end, like we probably had 10 minutes left. He goes, I want you to put the, the mane as a blondish brown. I'm just arguing, I'm going, there's no horse alive that has those colors. So I'm having this huge fit with God. But I I go ahead, I do it and I'm mortified. It looks terrible, I feel. And I sit down and then uh, uh, Chris Ballatin has this word, one of our uh, pastors at Bethel, about did somebody lose a child because of death suddenly that was 18 and, and younger. And this father stood up and he's crying and so he gave him this great word, but there was no connection to me, I just remembered that. And then Friday rolls along, that was Wednesday night So Friday rolls around, Gracie, and I'm like twiddling my thumbs because this painting is up in the resource room and nobody has commented on it. And I'm thinking, God, where are you, right? Just like you're talking about. (laughs) You changed the story on me. What are you doing? And so it was so funny because I'm going through the resource room and Pam Spinozzi, the person who heads up our testimonies, is there and goes, Teresa, come on over here. And I go over there and... She goes, this is the man who Chris called out about losing his daughter when she was 18 in an automobile accident. Mm-hmm. Well, when you were painting, his angel, he said, was over next to the painting. And he's here right now. So I talked to him and he goes, you don't understand. Like when you were painting that, my daughter was an equestrian. Her last horse was gray. And it was the same type oh, wow. of we painted and how did you know to paint blondish brown on the main because that was the color of my daughter's hair and i'm just going okay god <laughs> i forgive me forgive me for ever doubting that, that you have the last say but i think that's what you'll never know gracie is like we create god changes and because it's you're a story you're, you're a story writer um people kids from around the world are going to get in tuned with with your different characters and what you're creating and they're going to be they're going to be going oh that was me oh that's what i've never heard before but i needed to hear and i just feel like people need to know like god always does better than what we could ever ask or imagine that's right um so if you don't know the ending god will help you with that as well (laughs) like he
1: Did it's real fun, you know. There's wonder in not knowing the ending. It's like a mystery. It's like going through a jungle, and oh. wow, yeah.
0: I feel that way too. So right now, we just silence any um mm. anything that would stop you from fearing that you have to have it all together before you start. We mm. break that lie off in Jesus' name, Amen. That's just not God. Okay, now. I'm excited I want you to share about your latest book you have eight and I'm just so excited to see it and to talk about it and what was the inspiration behind it where did it come
1: from so yeah, um, I'm so excited to share this with you especially as like where you are with Bethel and um, so we wrote so, I wrote a storybook called Silly uh, Eric Seven Days of Creation. And, and it was really inspired from Genesis um, 1 3. Um, and, you know, God, God, you know, said, let there be light. And there was. And I was like, oh my gosh, sounds really silly. But like, he's just said, let there be light. And there was. So simple, but so powerful. And that's the start of how the whole of creation happened. And so I really kind of got into this place of the Lord in the secret place, um, and kind of having this conversation with Bethel children's ministry of, of this need and desire to, to, to help give children the conversation with father God on creation and what they were created for. And, um, and to just bring them back to that place that there's no it's it's like God is so free yes free to talk to we don't have to be in one place to hear him like we don't have to be in church to hear him we don't have to be in our bedroom and um and so really I was inspired um you know by also what what Bethel's children's ministry are doing and, and what God is doing with children. I mean, this was two years ago now. Wow. So it's amazing seeing now what's happening with the children and the prayer that went into that calling the children into uh, their position. Um, and now we're seeing kids rising up. We're seeing kids prophesy even more than we were. And, and so I think, you know, it, the inspiration really came from like this encounter with God about how he created the world. And shouldn't we be doing the same thing? Um, But let's help the children speak to God. So I don't have a book printed, but I have a front cover, which is on laminate. So it might be a bit shiny, but this is the front cover. Oh, Um, I love it. And it's, it's really, really fun. And there's a um, yeah, so we have, we do have some printed, but I don't have any with me. Um, and it's, it's very fun and playful. And it's silly Eric is learning who is Father God, who is, who is Holy Spirit, who's Jesus, who is Father God. And it's a very friendly, approachable book, which has not only kind of in- encountered the children but I just got an email the other day Teresa from um, a lady who said that Father God told her to buy the book and it would help her with her childhood trauma and then she wrote to me and said I've received the book and I'm just kind of immersed in the goodness of God and my childhood and I'm all this trauma is being is going and I was just like weeping, like, oh my gosh, this is so cool that she's encountering the Lord through this. So that's what we have been doing. And then alongside of it, we did a Sunday school syllabus with Bethel Children's Ministry. Oh, and it's awesome, it's so lovely and chunky. We don't have any printed, um, it's actually online. So we decided to put it online to make it available for everybody, especially during COVID and printing. Um, But the online version is so cool because you can click and it connects you to all the videos, the puppet workshops. um, There's a shadow box theatre. There are songs that we did with um, Lydia Shaw from Bethel. Um, And there's a dance video and activities that you can download and... And it's just it, it's basically um, understanding, helping children understand the power of their words and how they were created, and then helping them just connect that with Father God, so that they can pray for their community, for their friends, for healing, the signs and wonders. And so,
0: so, guys, we want to encourage you to check it out on Bethel. So yeah. Bethel Store and look at it up, Gracie Wright. And uh, did Amy help you with that too?
1: yeah we had a team they were incredible you know the children's ministry team Well, so amazing. yeah, amazing. Oh, and, and we just we all we kind of all got together and we invited the holy spirit to talk and breathe and how will we structure this how will we um present this to the children come so on it was, it was really a prayerful project
0: <laughs> to be. i love it gracie uh Guys, this is like, we need to really equip the, this next generation. I I wrote, it was like last year, I wrote curriculum. So I have an e-course called Create for Kids awesome. on TeresaDedman.com to help them to go through trauma, how to get healed from that. So right. if any child is going through past hurts or going through rejection or loss, you can help them through that. And also, what are the multiple intelligences that a child has? Some kids are are, they're people smart. They can just read people. Others are music smart. Others are visually smart. But sometimes we try and put pe- the kids in the box yeah, and they're yeah. just not wired that way. Yeah. And that's why getting them these resources so is so important. So make sure you check that out because that's part of what we want. Gracie and I and so many others I know out there, guys, we feel like there is such an identity crisis in our culture. And the enemy wants to take away the culture of our kids from knowing their identity as a child of God, as a girl, as a boy. And what, I mean, there's so many different avenues of what kids face that when I was growing up, that wasn't on the cards at all. And so we have to be getting resources to people, to parents, to children, to really combat that, because uh, because God says don't prevent the children from coming to me, but they have to have avenues to get to to get to Him, and so these resources will help. So I'm so excited, Gracie. That's so cool. Oh, somebody asked a question. Let me grab that because there was another question for you. Um, hold on, let me get that one to you. Uh, what is on your heart? to create now that you're done with this book what what do you have a heart to create what what do you feel is next wow that's so, a good
1: question Amazing. <laughs> there's so many things uh, <laughs> there's so many um well we're just at the end of of creating another book with another author so um ooh, it's really, literally today we were supposed to launch it, but we couldn't because of the website not working. So um, so I think I'm just, I think that's where I'm at, actually. I'll tell, okay, this is very personal and honest. I would like to create a big painting. This is for me personally, because I don't have very many personal creative projects um, with my husband, and I'd like to paint our garden together so what what like the garden of eden and and what does our garden grow um who are we as a couple and i'd love it to be a big 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 piece where we both just merge colours and pray and have words and and that so that's a very personal thing that I would love and in fact we carried canvases around over our whole honeymoon um, with paint <laughs> you can you can't imagine like all through Cornwall we had the car full of canvases to do this piece and it just kind of never worked out and there was always like an excuse and the enemy really tried to fight like us in you know to divide us when we came to paint together it was very interesting so I would really like to do that that's what I.
0: that's amazing I say yes to that (laughs) may it happen in North Carolina I love that um it's crazy we we have some other questions too for you this is from uh this is from Marty Brown Marty thanks for joining uh, will Gracie be able to pray for healing for us who have suffered brain injury? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. goodness. Amen.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, can I pray now?
0: Yes. And quickly for Marty too, I, when I was on Sid Roth, you can check it up, um, on YouTube. I, um, I prayed for brain trauma. I painted on the Sid Roth show nice. and i had thousands of people that have gotten healed by that, but. As Gracie prays for you, I want you to look at this picture and wow. see your brain, see, the, see the, all the colors, which is what she got at the beginning. So Gracie, I would love for you to pray for that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so Father, we agree in the mighty name of Jesus from body's healing in the mighty name of Jesus we plead the blood of Jesus over your mind and we call it into the heavenly realms for you to have a sound mind in the name of Jesus and we free you from all confusion in the name of Jesus so we speak peace peace shalom peace over your mind and where there has been shock and trauma, it is now broken in the name of Jesus. And we believe that you are completely healed. Thank you, Father, amen.
0: Yeah, there's just something, I I felt like as you were praying, I I kept seeing this picture of you, uh, Marty, putting your hand right there on, on your head. Mm-hmm. and i just releasing a blessing and we also break off trauma that happened from the injury as well so any place where there's been trauma to uh, feeling okay or feeling settled, we break that off i feel like there's a double trauma not only for your head but also for just your memory we ask for your memory to come back and for your you to feel stable in your life in jesus name mm-hmm. let us know how you're doing like um on my facebook let us know and
1: i will let gracie know too yeah, yeah please do because we had after i was you know hit by the car and all of that stuff and the trauma and da da, 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 da when i started writing kids books so i started stepping out in faith for other people's healing with brain trauma and i just said lord i was healed you know i was healed at bethel and that's why god met me 100 and fully healed me from residual you know trauma and stuff um and I just said, "I I am your vessel. Let's go." People were, were, were being he- healed just by hearing a testimony like this. It was, yeah. it wasn't even a big prayer. It was like, "You're healed right now because yeah. this isn't allowed anymore." Yes, you're not allowed. Amen.
0: Yeah. I, in fact, this, I'm just gonna release this testimony to to you as well, Marty. Like, I was I had a brain trauma too, fell on the ice, and God healed me. But also, just this morning. I was doing a Zoom conference in uh, Tennessee, and I had a word about a brain, uh, any kind of pain in the head, and they looked at this painting, and they were instantaneously healed. So I just released all of these testimonies from myself and Gracie that the Lord's going to heal your body, heal your heart. And guys, if you know of anyone who has any kind of brain trauma, share this with them so that they can hear that and be released as well with the prayers. Clarity. Uh, we do have a couple more questions. This is from Lindy Jenkins. Lindy, so glad you're joining us. Can you tell us more about your create uh, your kids curriculum? So
1: that's the one you did at Bethel. Any more? Ooh, information? There's so much information, Lindy. Oh my gosh. There's a there's lots of details on Bethel's website too, where it goes into the step-by-step. So we have, um, it's a seven week curriculum. It's all based on creation. So every week there's a scripture on creation. And then we take you through the lesson plan with songs, with, um, Dance, it's all the expressions of creativity with painting, with puppet making. And so by the end of the seven weeks, they have created a whole um theatre production of the seven days of creation, and they have drawn every part of it along the way. And then it gives you activities to take home um, that you would give to your parents. So, uh, there's also an activity where you build your own secret tent at home (laughs) i love it all and then you get to put these activities in your tent which is like you know our secret place um and 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 so like you imagine you have stars hanging up with the prayers that you've written to the lord or what's on your heart for your community and um and i mean there's just so much and then there's an a narrated story online where You know if you want to hear someone else reading it you can hear it it. and yes that's amazing that's a lot (laughs) yes 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 i love it
0: this is so cool bonnie has a question too she's asking did you self-publish or did you um approach other publishers so what's your story on publishing your eight
1: books that's an awesome question so i um looked at publishing And I went to Scholastics, I don't know if you know Scholastics, It's a big children's, mainly children's books. And and I showed them my book and they said, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because it's really working. Um, I had met with the the top editor there and and I was discovering this with the Lord and I honestly felt to start my own publishing business. Um, So it was slightly different to self-publishing and then I could help other people publish their books. And so that's what happened. I started a company called Misrate Publishing, which we help people catch their vision and, and, and help them develop their concept in drawing and in voice and in the whole development of telling their story. So that was the road I felt to go down. But I think it's, my advice is just ask the Lord where he wants your books to be because everyone will have a different way to go
0: it's so true. Like I, when I published my, uh, my art and poetry book, I really felt like I was supposed to, uh, do it myself. So I self-published it, but my my books were not. And so it really is what you're talking about, Gracie. It's like, you really have to find out from the Lord because God has his reasons why you're supposed to be doing that. And your reason why would help others. It's like, so find that out. We pray for you, Bonnie, that you're going to find that out too.
1: Yes. So important.
0: This is so cool. You guys having fun out there? Yeah. Let me see if there's any more questions. Great question. This is from Andrika. Oh, they're amazing. Andrika Ruiz, what age
1: group is your book written for? So they're from two to nine, I'd say. It depends on the child. And the first book, Eric, is like probably for little kids. And then as they go up, so we've got like this one, which is Eric never gives up and that's probably, like, four years old, but you could, re- if you have a little one that's two, I think they'd enjoy it, too, so it's, you know, um, and we have some, like, 11-year-olds read them, because they just love, they can connect to Eric and they feel understood, um, so. That's so it-
0: cool, I love it, I love it, I think, if, if you're thinking about, too, Andrika, what age to, like, I would really consider going to like the library, Barnes and Noble, look at places. And then if you have, and then you can kind of see the how many words, how many like um, pictures, because kids, kids love pictures. I love pictures, right? So if I'm going to buy something for my uh, grandchild or, or just like to look at, I really look strongly at pictures. Yes. There's so much text. I'm thinking my, my, my three-year-old and my six-year-old granddaughter and grandson, they won't last that long. So be thinking through like the, the attention span of a child when you write, because I, I had one of my friends who wrote this great book, it's a great book, um, but she had so much text in it. I'm going, ah. Oh. so I just basically kind of skimmed through with my grandkids it because I knew that it was too much information for them because they lose interest. So, but you guys have to think through. You have to be a kid to write a children's book. That's what I feel. You you have to be able to put yourself in their shoes and and help them grow. So yeah, this is so fun. Um, That's great advice, Teresa. I have one last question. How do you partner with the Holy Spirit when you are when you are writing and when you are
1: sketching out everything? How do you partner? Um, I think that changes every time, but it's most, you know, just inviting the Holy spirit. He's already in us, but it's also just, just being so intentional. Um, and just Holy spirit. What would you like to say? I mean, I, I, I love to worship. Yeah. I a worshiper, So I love to just be like, just praise you Lord. And, you know, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then, and then as I'm worshiping, a lot of the time I see the clarity for the story I see maybe the heart posture of the story. Um, And so that's one way of partnering. The other way can be, um, you know, going for a walk and just seeing nature and just saying, how did you create all of this? And having that conversation and just, it's like tuning in um, to different creative like sides to the holy spirit i think that's probably and then i'm praying and um I'll, you know obviously i've definitely fast as well for things i i don't think it's it's definitely not essential but i've had felt you're you're fighting for children's freedom sometimes yeah. um, especially with what we did with bethel so that was periodic fasting you know yeah
0: that's awesome I think that it's like preparing your heart and some yeah. prepare their heart by fasting, some by worship, some by walking, some but find find your place and ask the Holy Spirit kind of like Daniel, Daniel went on a certain fast, the Daniel fast
1: mm-hmm. in order
0: to get breakthrough. he 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 wanted his body to come into alignment with what God was saying. and so anytime that we Really feel like there's something significant that God wants to do in our lives. It's like that is so key to to see things shift and change. And I think making time sometimes it's a fast from media. Sometimes it's a fast <laughs> from TV. You know, sometimes those things are worse than food. Everybody, turn the yes. knees off Turn the needles. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Gracie I'm having such a good time with you this has been I would I would love for you to impart and uh, pray for people right now and again this is for anybody who wants to create so it's not just for children's books or for that but we just want to release you into your destiny so go ahead Gracie yeah
1: thank you Teresa it's just such a pleasure, by the way. You are so inspiring. You always release freedom. And every time I see you paint, I just, it's it's incredible how fast you paint. But it's like the most <laughs> masterpiece. So thank you so much for this invitation to partner with you. Yes. So, Father, I thank you for everybody watching. I thank you for Teresa. I thank you for her ministry. Mm-hmm. Father, and we We celebrate you. We celebrate you, creator of the heavens and earth. Hallelujah. And we recognize, Lord, that that is is who we are created to be. We're created to be creative. Hallelujah. Wow. So, Father, we just release heavenly creativity, a full 100% identity over every single person listening, watching, father god we break off all insecurity in the mighty name of jesus where they're insecure about their abilities hallelujah yeah we just we just disagree with that we just set you free from that we speak freedom 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 to be who you are freedom to be messy freedom to be as creative as you like freedom to just wait upon the lord Thank you, Jesus. And Father, I ask that. Yeah, Father, I just ask that there will be such an incredible, divine, delicious encounter, Father, where your color is wrapped around everybody watching, Father. Your color. Wow, just from heaven. Your your bright bright color just that illuminates heaven lord that it would wrap around everybody watching and just everything that needs to go is just covered in color thank you jesus so we just speak that over everybody listening and watching yes and and i speak breakthrough and 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 also i feel like um perfectionism is a thing so I just break off the spirit of perfectionism in the name of Jesus and just say, don't worry about it. Wow. It doesn't matter if it's not right the first time or the second time. So peace, patience, wow. Wow. The spirits in the mighty name of Jesus. And I bless you. I bless you to I bless you to have fun I bless you to live in full life that as you create your paintings your words they're just they're creating light in the darkness so remember how powerful you are when you create you're creating with the father who created light <laughs> yeah amen wow
0: I I felt to you just guys you know, just continue I, I saw the lord um he is like he is speaking a word over people right now that have thought that creating would be too hard and be too much work and he said like to look at when he created it was a joyful thing between the father the son the holy spirit i saw him say i can bring you joy when you create this book it doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be overwhelming it can be joyful it can be fun to paint to dance to create what you want and the lord is returning back joy to so many people right now And this feeling, I I just I just saw the Lord say, it's time to not get like and I saw him like you've been, I don't know who it is, but you've been like um strung up like almost like a top, like you've been the string has been wound around you so tight. And the Lord said he's going to take the end of that string and he's going to woo whip it until you whip around and until you are free to just be able to spin and be able to color and be able to do what you've been called to be. So Father, I release people from the strain and stress of trying to produce something on their own or without joy. And I pray that you would invade people (laughs) with joy, with peace, with that feeling like if you're with them, who can be against them in Romans 8? So I bless them in Jesus' name. Yeah. Wow. I just had to, I feel like there were, I don't know who, who was out there. Maybe you let me know, but there was just that sense of you, you had thought in your head that, oh, this publishing this book or doing this creative adventure, you would almost spun up like this top and and you were all Mm. pressure, like being pressured. And the Lord doesn't want you to have that. He wants to unspin you so that you can actually have fun when you create in this project so i just bless you with
1: that yeah. and one thing i wanted to add if that's okay is um okay. i feel that unity is so important and sometimes um i think we can be quite in set up like individual about our creativity but um when we come together and we share like you're doing Teresa with other people like you're sharing your beautiful painting that's going to impact so many people and just even if we don't feel um it's a value to us if we share it might be so important to the other person looking at it it could change their life so I just encourage people to be unified, like be unified with your art, join with other artists, other communities that are you know are creating and yeah. That's so
0: good. Wow. So Gracie, thank you again for joining. Share again how they can find out more about your book. So
1: uh, um, you can Yeah, so if you if you want to grab one of these which is the online version um definitely go to bethel's store um or you can go to gracie wright with a w uh, com um, and then for the new creation book that's on gracie's website and um, and that's where you can find all the information from me and i'm on facebook and if you google me you'll find me <laughs> and i'd love to yeah. chat more <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah thanks for joining me grace and remember guys that you are born to create Take this and share it. If people need healing in their, in their head with any trauma, share this with them so that they can get set free. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, Gracie.